We're live. Alright, great. We did it. Two-man show. Yeah, John is gone. He's in the east. Is that where I was gonna ask? Do you know where he is? I think he's hanging out with his friend until PAX East, so I think he's in... Georgia? I have no idea. Sure. But, uh, is he going, like, right from there to PAX East? When is PAX East? I think it's this next weekend, isn't it? Like this coming weekend? I thought so. I'm not actually sure because if I'm not going, I kind of ignore anything about it. <laughs> yeah. Someone in the chat just said, East Coast, Best Coast. That could not be more incorrect. <laughs> right. <clears throat> it doesn't even rhyme. What are you yeah. doing? East Coast, Least Coast. Like, if someone you're going to actually try to go for that, at least say Beast Coast or something. <laughs> oh, someone said, uh, one week from tomorrow. So I guess it's next weekend. Okay. If you're listening to this live. Well, I know or, he's going there for the TRG recordings first. Like, he's this is a business trip for him, so. Right. Yeah. So right. he's doing that wherever that is. I don't know. So, But either way, he's not here online right now. At least we don't live in a fake time zone. What does that mean? You know, I wish I knew. But this is something that keeps coming up randomly when I stream, because I think I said something about the East Coast having, like, some bullshit-ass fake time zone, and now it just gets thrown back at me every time I do anything. So. No idea what this is. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, whatever. John's gone. You're back. You were gone last week. Yeah, I had some friends and family in town, so I was busy showing them around. Yeah. Um. I got sunstroke earlier this week. That was exciting for a day. <laughs> oh, God. Okay. Yeah. It was just like a day of, like, laying in bed, feeling like you might vomit at any minute. Mm. And just, yeah. But, you know, that was just one day. So, you know, did, you go th- get, get, get through it. Did you do any touristy stuff? Like, with your friends and stuff? Yeah, I showed them, like, the bridge and, uh, you know, like, Fisherman's Wharf. Just, like, all the super touristy stuff. And then they... They kind of explored the city a bit while I was at work. Okay, cool. But, yeah. Cool. And and uh, the day we went to the bridge, it was super foggy. <laughs> so they got it, a bunch yeah. of great uh, great photos of the lower half of the bridge. Like, the last time I went to San Fran, I was just like, you know, I still haven't seen the Stan Bridge the last day that we were there. It's like, I still haven't seen the Stan Bridge. Let's go just, like, to that see park that's nearby. We'll just see it yeah, from the distance. Sure. We're fine. Yep the foggiest fucking day we had the whole time so i was like great and then we left (laughs) san francisco is like known for its fog in fact yeah its name apparently is carl okay carl carl the fog oh okay there you go that's that's apparently what they named the fog here it's hilarious that it's so consistent that it got its own name (laughs) Yeah, well, hey, yeah, there's often fog here. Oh, Carl's rolling in. I guess we're not going to have fun today. That's exactly how it goes, (laughs) from what I'm told. I wouldn't, you know, I'm not an expert yet. Not yet. One day. One day. Um, One day. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Today's a day. Yeah, today's Today's the 26th 26th of February. Yeah, you're right. (laughs) Yeah. Top-down perspective, we're doing the podcast Without John, yeah, I'm ho- uh, I guess I'll host Sean oh, Booker right okay. here. Paul Fleck, hi. What's the picture you put for John? It's honestly just his Facebook picture of him in the mask, in the Blue Ranger mask with the hoodie okay. on. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Because I'm, I'm not. I'm not watching it. So. I don't yeah. Know. 
But um, next I'll try to find something funnier because he's not here next week, I believe, as well. So maybe I'll Photoshop something in some free time. Is okay. he not here next week? I guess maybe with Pax East, he's not. Yeah, exactly. So he's gonna be back the week after. Okay. He gets back on that. the tenth of March. Oh, okay. I didn't know any of that. That's great. Yeah. Good to know. Yeah. He's gone for a while. That's still two weeks away. Yeah, he's gone for quite a bit. But big trip. Big trip. Yeah. We'll hold it. We'll hold down the fort. I'm sure we can do it. Cool. Um, what what have you been playing? All right, so I'll talk about a game that I wanted to talk about a while ago, but I kind of forgot I played. So this is actually about a week or two old. I played a Darkest Dungeon. It's that dungeon crawling RPG sort of thing that I can't remember who did it. A company in Vancouver, but that game is real cool. It's like a twenty dollar game, and from the screenshots, you might not know what you're getting into, but it's basically just like a turn-based action-y RPG where you have a party of people going into this dungeon. You're trying to, like, free this place or whatever. The cool thing about it, though, is that every character has their own weird traits and personalities and tributes, a- attributes that when they get stressed out, like, there's a stress mechanic in this game. When they get stressed out, they kind of can, like, resort to those. So, for example, one of my characters was, like, the Templar or whatever, like the main, just a normal warrior, a knight guy. And when he got super stressed, he got super abusive and started yelling at the rest of the party members, which increased their stress levels. Some of them, like, when they get stressed out, they just basically break down and won't listen to you at all. They'll just, like, do whatever they want or tr- not attack or stuff. Is stress always a bad thing, or could you use it to your advantage at any point? You know, I thought stress was always a bad thing until one of my characters, when they got stressed out, they were just like, I can't remember what the trait was, it was like hopeful or something, and they're like, no, we can do this, guys, and they crit and killed like, a bunch of shit. Like, that's amazing. Wait, like, he's so stressed out, he gets really hopeful? Those seem pretty opposite. He just gets like, yeah, like, freaked out or something, but like, maybe like an adrenaline rush or something. Okay, I could see that. Yeah. Like, it was really Hopeful weird. seems odd. I was so stoked to find that out, though, because I was just like, oh, this stress is really bad. But it's like, no, this character, when they got, like, super stressed out, actually was super strong. So which it was like the great. Hulk. I guess, <laughs> sure. Like, yeah. Yeah. But um, All right. it's really kind of cool. And, like, it's... It's a, it's a problem I could see a lot of people might have with the game if they want to play it and try to, like, min-max it or beat it or whatever, because it's very RNG-based on which characters you can hire and get sort of thing. So, like, you can start off with just a terrible party that's just the worst, and then they get stressed out and, like, all die or whatever, and then you have to get a whole bunch of new people. But um, I like that you can... that That game can do that. And, like, one of the things they even say is, like, not everybody's made to be an adventurer like some people just break and they are completely useless and i like that there's that they're counting in like some of the worst traits of humanity and it's like well like not everybody will be the hero they'll be that like sniveling piece of shit in the corner that steals stuff when people aren't looking from the party and like cry all the time or something so there's a cat right there there is a cat right beside me there is a box there and he loves to sit on boxes so, okay. Hey. Oh, there's a cat. <laughs> yes. But um, um yeah. Is it like a roguelike or is there like a like what what is uh, it? Uh yeah, it's kind of like a roguelike type game. Um every time you go into the dungeons, there's a kind of different layout and different stuff you can 
okay be like confronted with and stuff so it's a it's really a quite cool game and i wish i had time to get back to it i do now but uh I'll get back to that pretty soon. The next game I was playing is kind of just like a weird physics-y type sim thing. It's called Besiege. I don't know if you saw this on the Steam page at all. I've heard of it Yeah, from other podcasts and stuff. Yeah, so it's basically like the parts I really like of uh, Banjo-Kazooie Nuts and Bolts where you're just right. burning shit. And just yeah. like knocking stuff down or like grabbing something from one place and moving it to another. It's... It's really, really fun, and I think the fun part I find about it is just cr- I spend so much time creating something, I almost forget what the objective is. Like, I just like going in the sandbox and making this dumbass machine that's way too, like, intricate for what it's supposed to be doing. One of the first things is basically just, like, kill 90% of these armies that are attacking you. And so there's, like, three flanks of, like, platoons of dudes that just run into you. And you could essentially just make, like, a little circular square thing with, like, blades on it, and it'll just kill everybody. But I built this massive hulking thing that took up all the space it let me. At the top, I had nothing but all these giant spikes for guys to run into, and then the bottom was a whole bunch of, like, flamethrowers. And it basically okay. almost made my computer burst into flames because of all the effects and stuff going on with it. Okay. Uh, that game is way too good, but it's really short. It's r- like for what you get now, I think there's only one island with like maybe 15 like things, but it doesn't really matter because the whole point of it like is like 15 just like um objectives, objectives or whatever, yeah. So okay. it doesn't really matter cuz the whole fun is just in building these weird ass machines and then seeing if it'll even work or fly or do what it's supposed to and then it doesn't and you go back and tool it up until it does and so there's still a few hours there for why is is it so short because it's early access or something or that's exactly why there's like other content the main menu has like a world that you can like turn around and stuff and there's different continents so you only have access to one continent right now but there is multiple others that i'm guessing will be in the full release of the game so they should they should put like competitive multiplayer there like battle bot style that would actually be real cool for sure, that would like get like a, you know an eight ver- eight person like arena thing where you're just rolling your like derby guy at everyone and then see who comes out on top. That'd yeah, be so awesome. That would be real cool. They should do because then you you'd get the weird stuff where it's like, well, surprisingly, this one's actually really good and it's just a big ramp, right? Like, yeah, because. <laughs> yeah. Because, like, I've watched some of, like, weird BattleBot videos, and it's like, yeah, this guy's got, like, a saw. This guy's got fire. Yeah. But then you get this one dude who has nothing but a ramp, and and it's really good (laughs) because it just flips all the other ones upside down and beats them. And it's like, where did this guy come from? That reminds me, actually, like, I can't remember what the objective of one of the levels in Nuts and Bolts was, but I essentially just built a giant ramp that could fly, and it was just like like catch up to this dude or whatever you just like fly over to them and then put them on the ramp and then they're stuck and you just won like yeah i love like the whole point yeah yeah, the the game the game becomes like what's the best way to break the system it's so good and that's what besiege does basically that'd be really cool yeah that'd be that'd be awesome yeah so there's those i've um, heard it i've heard it uh very similar to like uh like kerbal but medieval kind of i don't know if you played kerbal space program i've been wanting to for a while but I okay. haven't, no. But yeah, maybe that'll be on my to-do list. I've been list. hearing those being kind of similar. Cool. Yeah, no, it's real good. 
it like even with a beefy computer too it starts off like oh yeah i can run this this is fine everything's running perfectly fine and then you get like 500 little components on one machine because you have to do bracing too so like if you build up a wood pillar say you have to brace that wood pillar with metal beams as well to keep everything together so like it can get to the point where that game does not run very well but that's kind of fun too where it's just like i put so much shit on this thing that my computer cannot generate like each part properly i basically broke it okay this would not do good on my machine i would not be able to do it (laughs) or you could just like go with the simplest designs which are usually the most effective (laughs) so i guess but i feel like i'm missing something i guess yeah just yeah i like building giant pillar things so my computer slows down a lot doing those I think um, I watched a, a fighting robot recently that was made, like, primarily out of dildos. Okay. And it was, like, doing pretty good. Yeah. All I remember, it was, like, like the if instead of wheels, it was, like, dildos that would, like, roll around or something. <laughs> and it was this weird tentacle thing. <laughs> that sounds amazing. Yeah. I'll have to look I can't that remember up what, after. I can't remember, what, like, what pointed me towards it. Either it was doing really good or people, like, banned it or something. I don't remember. But that was a thing. <laughs> That's a thing that, that exists. That sounds so good. <laughs> yeah, it was it was out of Japan, of course. Oh yeah, of course. Yeah, so get some dragon dildos in there as well. Uh, I don't know what type of dildos they were. I can't really confirm. They were spinning too fast. All I know is that a dragon dildo apparently does exist, but oh, I'm like, sure it does. But for like, sure. I don't know who that clientele is. I'm sure there's people. So oh yeah, you know, different stores for different folks. Literally, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Literally. Uh, the last game I actually started just today because today was my first day off. Resident Evil Revelations Two, which came out earlier this week, and episode one. Episode right? one specifically, yeah. So right. okay, I'm only halfway I'm, through it. <laughs> I'm kind of interested in this, literally, just from the episodic standpoint, because I played like most other kind of episodic, like you know, big t- named games. And yeah. This is not an adventure game. Did you ever play Revelations One? No. Okay, it's kind of a similar thing. Basically, because Revelations 1 was made for a handheld specifically and then ported later on, it had parts that would maybe take you like 15 minutes to half an hour at the very longest, and then it would break, and then you would go to the next part. Like, they took into account closing the DS and going about your workday and then okay. picking up. It kind of so just kind of like way. chapters? Like, There's I'm chapters. Level one. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So, I thought this episode one would just be, like, one chapter, because that made sense in my head. There's actually two chapters in episode one, so I was super stoked to find out that almost an hour after playing, I was only half done, which is an amazing deal for five bucks. Well, I would hope so. Like, one hour? That's, like, short even from, like, Telltale standards. Yeah, no, I know, but, like, I, they also have that raid mode, which I figured would be, like, the big selling point of going in with your friends and, like, this is what we actually, this is what you're paying for, and that's not what I'm paying for. I want the single-player campaign story. So I was... So you're getting more than just the single-player? Yeah, there's also the raid mode thing, too, which is basically just, like, a... And what is raid mode? It's basically just rooms full of zombies and stuff and, like, killing them. It's, like, the mercenaries mode in the older games, like four and five and stuff i don't and this is multiplayer uh it is but it isn't apparently on pc i don't know i'm trying to get clarification on what's going on with the pc release it is in uh 
there is offline local support and stuff for the console versions, but I'll be able to report back more when I try out the co-op. As for just okay. as for just a story mode, it's kind of great. Like I really like it. They focus a lot more in this game on the evasion and dodge mechanics than they have before, and that's kind of nice to feel even though it's a little bit janky in some spots, but it's it's a Capcom game, so I mean, there's always a little bit of jankiness I find in their games even though I love them. Um there's some weird issues with zombies just like melting through walls in some spots again just like regular jankiness of video games other than that i think that you get the atmosphere pretty good it's nice seeing characters and references to like the old resident evils and characters from the old resident evils again in a new form like years after those incidents happen there's a line did you, did you buy the season pass yeah yeah i so how, all how many episodes do they have planned out? i believe it's four and is the season pass what fifteen bucks? I think it's twenty five. So it's either four or five bucks. What? Yeah, I can't remember. Wait, four episodes. The season pass is more expensive than buying four or five dollar episodes. It might be five. Then I'm not okay. honestly sure how many it, episodes. Yeah, it can't be that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, because that seems weird for sure. Yeah. So there's a. I'm sure someone in the chat will mention it. There's a Jill but... sandwich reference. Like Claire says, know, she any, she was almost no a Claire sandwich. All my Resident Evil peeps out there, you guys. Okay, know. people listening who play Resident Evil, they're like, "Yeah, that guy's hilarious." <laughs> sure, we'll go with that. Um, yeah. But like as a video game, it's totally fine. There's some broken ass stuff apparently with the PC that people are bitching about, which is why the Steam score is really fucked right now. They basically promised that there'd be local co-op, and there isn't on the Steam version. That's only in the console version right now. But there's also been a news report I was reading today that it's possible they just don't have it unlocked, maybe, or Capcom's working on a patch to make it work or something like that. I don't know. It it doesn't matter to me. I buy Resident Evil games for, like, their dumbass story and characters and stuff like that that I got invested in way too much back, like, 20 years ago. So everything else is just gravy, and if there's no gravy, I still have the meat and potatoes to deal with. Um, sure. All right. Other than that... That is all I played. So what about? But you're you? excited to do the next half. Oh, of it. dude, yeah, yeah, you're yeah. liking it. Okay, I'm stoked. Okay, yeah. Resident Evil fans should check out episode one. Do you like that it's broken up like this, or do you prefer just? Honestly, I do because okay. I have. I'm one of those people that like the attention span. When I have some time off, like I want to play a bunch of stuff. So it's nice to be able to play an hour of this game and then maybe go play some Besiege and then go to a movie with like friends or something and come back and play the rest of it later. Not feeling like I have to see something through i kind of i kind of really like episodic games just for the idea of like all right i finished this can't wait for next month like yeah. it just makes it last longer there's something to look and forward like, to and the weird thing is like if you think of television it's going the opposite way right with like netflix it's like here's the entire season just just binge watch it right now and it's like but i kind of like the you know week by week schedule it's like hey mm-hmm. every wednesday i'm gonna watch arrow because wednesday's arrow night sure so, yeah but you know yeah that's just, that's me i kind of like that aspect of it but it know, depends whatever. what it is too i guess like for me like since it's resident evil the fact that i have more of it to look forward to in the coming weeks that's good if it was something like metal gear and it's like a 30 hour cutscene story or something maybe i just want that all in one go <laughs> Not- maybe i just like with like because I, I have a bunch of friends who are playing like the Game of Thrones game, and it's like, hey, did you play the latest Game of Thrones episode from Telltale? Yeah. So, 
And then if yeah. you like it the other way, you still have the option when it's all out to play all of it like anybody else. So That's true. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's all you played? That's all I played. That's all I played. All right, what did I play? Uh, so I finally had some people in my house. So I was like, Jackbox, Party Pack, this has to happen. Yeah. This is, the, this is like the one chance I'm going to have. Um, so yeah, no, we, uh, I think John has it on Steam. Yeah, he so, does. So, uh, you know, yeah, so I, I booted that up, mm-hmm. uh, plugged my computer uh, into my TV we broke out our phones. That game is amazing. Okay. Like, just the phone aspect, it's like, yeah, this is multiplayer. This is how you, it should be done. Everyone could just join in. Um, we played one episode of You Don't Know Jack. Mm-hmm. Uh, just because mainly we wanted to play Fibbage, and then the big one was Drawful. Okay, yeah. Which, yeah, Drawful, that name is brilliant. Yeah. That's a, that's a really good name. It is, for sure. Um, and then just the the phrases they give you to draw are some of the funniest stuff. Like, they're just, instead of just, like, they're, like, concepts that you wouldn't think would be in a game. Like, my friend got, like, he had to draw pecs that look like a face. <laughs> <laughs> that's so good. Isn't that so good? That's really weird. I like it. Yeah, that's, oh. That's that's really good. Or another one, or you got one that was like I think my friend had to draw what Sean thinks of himself or something like that. Nice. Okay. Right? Like it just took a different username and plotted it in there. Yeah. And then they and it took mine. So that just that just leads to comedy. Yeah. That's just that's hilarious right there. Yeah, that's well done. Um, it's really well done and it connected really nicely, real easily. Uh, there was a couple little hitches where it would, like took a little bit to like get all of our drawings onto the server or whatever, but nothing like game breaking. And then yeah, you know, Fibbage is good, basically the same thing. But yeah, mm-hmm. that is that is like the best party game there is. Yeah, it's so good, it's so good. So unfortunately, I was only able to play it with a group of three of us, which wasn't the best, but it, we still had a fantastic time with that. That is a that is a highly recommended. Uh, collection of games right there that would be a great game to have had in like the college days and stuff when you're hanging out with a yeah. bunch of people at one time well that's my problem now because you know i have a ton of friends in college that i hang out with a bunch but a lot of them don't have like tvs yeah or if they do it's like an old tv and then they don't have this game and it's like well i'm not going to bike over there with my computer and plug it into <laughs> right. your sd tv right. somehow right so we're just gonna, I we, like I'm like I'm sitting there being like, guys, I have the best game, literally for this group activity we're doing, but I can't get it here. Yeah, and so that's that's the that's my hassle right now. Um, I would love for that to be like phone only. Like if they could come up with a game where you're just sitting around with your friends and all you have are your phones, mm-hmm. that would. I would pay good money for that product. So, like, maybe a toned-down version in an app form, say, that yeah, anybody like, could get? Yeah, 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 exactly, exactly. Um, I think at that point, it would almost have to be free-to-play with in-app purchases. Yeah. Because if it was, like, 10 bucks, it'd be hard to convince all my friends, no, you gotta play that, you gotta try this, like, $10, who's gonna buy a $10 Or, app? like, if one person buys the app sort of thing, and that's the host app, and then there's, like, just a viewer maybe, app for free. Maybe, then, um, 
Or then they could just use the uh, website, right? Like yeah. they currently are doing. Yeah, exactly. that would be really good. Yeah, I would pay good money to buy that host app. Yeah, no, that sounds. That would good. be that would be real good. Um, I would. I hope they're thinking of that. Which I have a feeling they are, because I'm pretty sure their Twitter account announced a few weeks back that they're discontinuing like their current, uh, you don't know Jack apps. So maybe they're doing hmm. some kind of transition over to like a Jackbox kind of thing. That would be cool. Hopefully, I really hope so. Just like a hub app or something for all of their stuff, that would be that, cool. Yeah, like, again, if they can make it completely mobile, that'd be fantastic. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, I've been playing uh, Evolve just kind of on and off for the past couple weeks. I'm going to write up my review pretty soon here. Okay. Um, I'm, I'm, pretty, I'm quite enjoying that game. Um, some, it's been less janky than when I talked about it a couple weeks back, so it seems like they've mm-hmm. ironed that out. Good. Um. But yeah, that's just kind of good multiplayer fun. Uh, much like Mario Party, if you're not playing with people you know and it's just quiet, that kind of sucks yeah. a lot. I don't understand why people aren't talking. Every Xbox One comes with a microphone. It's weird. Like, we're playing a team-based game. Yeah. But uh, for the most part, I haven't really encountered anyone just like, why are you off in the distance? Everyone kind of knows what to do. Like, you know, the monster's over there. Go over there. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's just kind of fun. I like most of the classes. I, I, you know, I don't think I've played as the support class yet. Support's okay. Like, that, it just sounds like no fun. But then today, actually, apparently the robot guy can put down turrets. Yeah. Which, when I saw him put down five turrets shooting, like, one egg, it just demolished that thing. And I was like, wow, I need to get that robot guy. Yeah. That Lazarus medic dude. It's ridiculous. Seems, he seems super cool. Yeah. He's, He's fucking cool. ridiculous. Just bringing people bring back pe- from the dead and stealthing. Bring, yeah, bring people back from the dead. That's insane. Yeah. When when like I don't have them unlocked, but when that was happening to me, I was like, "Where did I come from?" Yeah. What is this? This guy's awesome. Yeah. And he looks like a ghost. Yeah. Um, I think my favorite thing though is like Left 4 Dead. You don't really get any backstory. It's just kind of you play the game. Mm-hmm. But whenever they do the drop ship, like when you're about to start the thing, yeah, like two or three of them will have a discussion. And you get a little hint at what their backstory is, and it's always, like, really interesting. Like, you find out that the default trapper girl was, like, alone on this world for, like, ten years by herself surviving and stuff. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, you just get some cool, like, interesting banter, which is just nice to see. There's some, some kind of interested. depressing stuff they say, too. Like, with the robot, when they're dropping, one of the things was just, like... Like, what are you going to do if there's no people left to, like, help maintenance or whatever? He's like, I'd rather not think about it. <laughs> it's just like, oh, oh. man, all right. <laughs> I don't oh, know. I could see that. Yeah, there was another funny one with the robot where it was like, what do you think about before we, like, go up against this monsters? And he's like, ones and zeros. <laughs> yeah. He's like, like, well, do you have any idea of, like, like, are you ever worried? Well, no, I'm a robot. So, you know, I'll live forever, basically. Yeah, oh, yeah. okay, I guess that's true. <laughs> um but yeah no i just i kind of like that banter and it kind of makes me want to be like oh i hope someone picks this guy so i can see what this combo will talk about yeah yeah so that's just you know it's such a minor thing but it just kind of it's it's like the small touch that goes a long way yeah just to make things quite interesting but yeah the game's fun and i as much as the monster's fun to play as every time i'm picked as the monster i'm immediately stressed out I'm immediately just like, oh god, they're gonna find me before I can do anything, and I'm just, I'm gonna shit the bed. I'm gonna shit the bed in like 30 <laughs> seconds. Because sometimes, you know, when I'm the hunter, and when you catch that monster right away before it's even evolved, you just know the player on the other end is just going like, god damn it! And <laughs> yeah. he's just like, yeah. what am I supposed to do? 
Like, yeah. If the monster gets trapped before it's even evolved, like, you're done. Yeah. So done. Yeah. We're just going to just. So, every time I start as the monster, I'm just like, oh, shit. (laughs) Shit, shit. But. What is your opinion on the DLC problems people are having with it? I have no idea what this is. What oh, is okay. The DLC? So basically, people—it's not the problems with the DLC necessarily. It's um the fact that it's a full release game, first of all, for like your sixty dollars or seventy if you're in Canada, and then or seventy five, which I've been seeing. Or seventy five, yeah. Have you seen that? What was the game I saw? Sorry to decide. We'll come back to this. No, that's fine. Go go with go with your story. Okay. So there's also a season pass you can buy for like an extra twenty dollars or thirty dollars or whatever they are. Okay. Then there's um like a del- digital deluxe pack which includes some other stuff and then there's the PC master race pack or monster pack or whatever which is a hundred dollars and then if you go into the game what do you there, get for all this there's a hundred dollars worth of cosmetic DLC in the game day one as well and the thing oh, is wow, okay. they the season pass doesn't include the other bigger packs but like the biggest well, that would pack, make sense the biggest pack for a hundred dollars basically gives you four or three new hunters and a new monster so i don't know okay. there's just some weird practices going on with their pr trying to like make some extra money and i think it confused a lot of people as to well, i'm what... already confused yeah but... i'm kind of confused too from what i can tell though or from what i've heard from other people that actually have the game and stuff all this stuff that you can buy and unlock day one is all cosmetic so it doesn't change how the game is played at all okay so that's probably fine. And then, like, the monst- the new monster and, like, the other hunters or whatever are coming later on. And I'm guessing you can just buy them separately eventually anyway. But more than anything, they it just seems like they did a bad job with their marketing department trying to, like, get that money <laughs> sort of thing and confusing everybody in the process. I, I Yeah, I haven't looked into much of it, but I, I think at the moment the price to content ratio is fine is is fine fine. yeah yeah like it takes a while to unlock stuff like you got to play a good amount Mm -hmm. um oh there was another thing you could buy i can't remember if it was for xbox one only though where you could just buy access to everything without having to unlock it you know i haven't i haven't looked into any of the store stuff because i have no intention of of buying buying stuff yeah fair enough yeah (laughs) yeah but um because, yeah, like I was saying, like, I, I feel like I'm progressing fine at a good rate. And even when I'm not winning, like, it, even if you're doing damage with a specific weapon, that weapon is leveling up and stuff. So, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I'm, I'm happy with what's in the box, I should say, I guess. All right, cool. Good. Um, and then just uh, today, or no, yet, starting yesterday, uh, Desert Golfing went on sale on iOS. So I bought that for a dollar. And this was the big thing from, like, late last year. Okay. Uh, did you hear much about desert golfing? No. Okay, so I'm surprised because it was everywhere. But for those few who haven't heard of desert golfing, it's like a spiritual successor to like desert bus. Okay. So thematically, you're already like okay. So it's very minimal and a lot of repetition. So the screen is it's all 2D, really flat. There's a ball on one side and you and like a hole on the other. And uh, kind of Angry Birds style, you, you know, you kind of pull back and you inertia the ball forward, right? Mm-hmm. Depending on how you shoot it. And you just got to get the ball in the hole. If it goes too far past the hole, like off the screen, it'll appear back on where it started. Um, 
so you know you don't want to go too far and whatnot and it, because it's desert golfing the whole thing is sand so when the ball lands it doesn't go very far or whatever it sure. kind of just sits there um and then once you get in the hole the screen just slides over and the hole raises up to be the new what is it called where you start playing golf tee off the tee is it the tee right okay so you're i think it's the tee consistently never getting a hole in one or like you need a hole in one to progress or no no once you get it in the hole oh once you screen, get it in the hole okay. once you get it in the hole however many shots it took you like it counts how many shots it took you yeah and then the screen slides over and then you go for the next hole and okay. every every time you get in the hole that number of shots it took you gets added to your grand total and it never ends literally okay in fact, from what I what I want to know about the game, you don't even get on the game center leaderboard until you've passed hole one thousand. Okay. Um. So I'm on hole eighty. Okay. Um. There's no way to restart the game. If you want to restart, you have to delete the app and re-download it. So. Uh, I remember back in the day. Uh, Jonathan Blow, developer of Braid, was constantly doing that, so when he got to hole 1,000, he'd have a better score. Okay. <laughs> um, and then weird things happen, like, over the course of, like, two or 3,000 holes, mm-hmm. the background color very subtly changes colors until you realize, you know, 300 holes from now, that everything's actually pink. Weird. Okay. And, but there's no end. This sounds like a golfing game for crazy people. <laughs> like, it's just, it's like the most simple thing ever. And I know I'm like so late to this and everyone's just hitting their heads like, God, everyone was already talking about desert golfing. But it's like the most simple thing of all time. And I was just kind of fascinated because like, I listened to Idle Thumbs podcast and they were way into it. Of course they were. Um, <laughs> mm-hmm. And like... It really sucks when the hole is on the top of a hill, especially when if the second half of the hill is the end of the stage, because you're constantly trying to shoot it hard up the hill, Mm. going over the hole, out of the screen, start over. (laughs) And it gets really bad when you realize, the only way I'm going to do this is if I get a hole-in-one. Like, I'm going to just have to get that perfect shot. And you spend, like, 12 shots trying to work it in there, and then finally you just get a hole-in-one, you're just like, stupid asshole. I hate you so much but then when you get the hole in one you're like i'm the best and yeah let me let me see where i'm where i'm currently at because like i said it's just it just it's just a save state where is it at so does it give you um, stats on like how many times you swung and missed or something so i'm on hole 57 and i've yeah. shot 187 times in okay. total over these 57 holes okay cool. so like while i'm shooting for 57 it'll start counting up like i just did one shot Mm-hmm. And actually, it's going to go in because of the nature of this hole. It's actually the holes in the bottom like a bowl. So okay. now I'm on hole 58, 188 shots overall. So it just works up like that. And it kind of kind of looks like this. Like, it's super simple. Oh, wow. It's kind of like yeah. an old, uh, like an Atari game. Yeah, yeah. Like, it is, there's like three colors here, one of which is white for the ball. and dark brown for the ground dark yellow for the sky and like i said the color just kind of changes over the course of two thousand holes and it's it's weird it's a weird game okay i don't know (laughs) i you know i don't i don't really know so that's ios right that's it's also on android 
Is um, it? Okay. It's actually it's normally two dollars on iOS, a dollar on Android, but it was on sale two days ago, so it might be cheaper on Android. I'm not sure. Okay. But what's kind of nice is it's so simple, and it's because it doesn't have to track any kind of state. Like it's just it's you open it up, and it's exactly where you were. It's just real easy to at any point just open the game, do a shot or two, put the game down. Like it's like such a non thing there. It's like scratching an itch. It's just it's part of your life. Cool. So yeah, you know, uh, desert golfing. Um, <clears throat> that's that's all I've been playing this week. Nice. Uh, let's let's move on to the news. Let's do it. So write this time code down. So there is one news story here that I pulled that I think you probably saw too, and then just didn't bother putting it because it was already there. Um. It's a little bit maybe, weird, maybe, but maybe. Telltale Games is partnering up with Lionsgate. Oh, sorry, did you put that there? Yeah. Oh, sorry, I thought I put that there, because yes, I did pull that, and then yeah. I thought, oh, I must have just put it there earlier. Yeah. <laughs> so, okay, yeah, sorry, go ahead, you know about it. Yeah, so Telltale Games, you know, those people that make those games that Sean likes and I like occasionally, depending on what mood I'm in. They, oh, those games, yeah. Yeah. They're partnering up with Lionsgate to make a, like, super show video game thing, <laughs> which is... Yeah, like a TV show. Like, uh, yeah. TV... The word TV is used. Yeah, like a television, like, video game show thing. So, there's not a whole lot of details based on, like, when they're expecting this to even air or start or whatever. But the... What's the guy's name here? I'm just looking for it. I'm not even sure. Like, is it going to air? Like... So they're the way they're kind of they're being kind of vague about it, but they're making it seem like they're going to be telling some kind of story. Mm-hmm. But there's going to be somehow there's going to be some input, mm-hmm. right? That's the thing. So I'm wondering, like, is it going to be like a web series? That seems like the easiest way. But they keep using the terms TV, TV, yeah, yeah. So you know what it makes me think of? What was that game show combo Defiance. a few years back? Was it Defiance? It that was sounds Defiance. right. Where it was whatever happened in the sh- in the game was going to like affect what the writers were doing in the show. Such a weird idea. Yeah, yeah, that's right. That seems a bit more separate, but I don't, I don't really know how. Else, is it just going to be like a series of polls? Like, who do you want to die in the next episode? Well, I hope it's Kenny, and then Kenny <laughs> dies. Kenny always dies. Dude, fuck so. Kenny. I just realized who you meant. I was thinking South Park, but fuck Kenny. Seriously. I hate that guy. Are you, are you talking about Walking Dead? Yeah. Okay. How I far hate. are you in, in season two anyway? I'm not at all. Haven't started it. You should start season two. I should do that. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, Lionsgate put like their CEO apparently on the board of directors or whatever for Telltale. Like, they, are, they really want to make this work, like to have input in what they're doing. So... That could be Yeah, I think they gave them, like, a, a good chunk of money, like, they got behind this. Yeah. Yeah, they're supporting it pretty heavy, so... It'll probably happen, it just will depend, like, if it'll take the Defiance route, like, work one episode, and then die. Yeah, so. I honestly did not follow Defiance at all, I have no mm-hmm. idea how that worked out. Me neither. It seems really like a bad idea, in retrospect, but at least they're trying, so good on them. It's it's cool when people try stuff out and fail, and then another company tries it out to maybe succeed. So yeah, we'll, yeah, we'll see what happens. Yeah. I like what Telltale's doing, so hopefully they do good with this. Yeah, for sure. Um, okay, next, just kind of a small slash weird story. Uh, so Virtual Console on uh, the Wii U 
the Donkey Kong Country Trilogy games are are back because they were gone for like two years randomly. Okay, I had I no idea. Yeah, I didn't know either. Um, no one really knows why, but those are back. You can buy those. Cool. Those games are fine. Yeah, they're a, they're okay. That was a weird thing that happened. Mm-hmm. Um, but we got to get down to like the real news stories. Yeah, Gold Mario Amiibo was out for pre-order <laughs> yeah. today. Boom! Did John pre-order one? That's the big question. Everyone's wondering. Oh man, I don't my, have the answer. My phone's dead. I was gonna text him. Okay, I'll text him right now. We'll get this live on the air. <laughs> Just don't like show his number or something. That would be really dumb. <laughs> Just like, see, look, it shows his number on the internet. All right, did okay. I'll say we're podcasting. The people want to know, specifically me. Did you pre-order? That golden Mario goodness. I have a feeling he didn't, and it wouldn't even matter because he'll just talk to one of his friends that owns a video store somewhere in the city, and they have one. So Maybe. Or someone will send him one, right? Yeah, there could be that, too. Yeah. Which, speaking of which, I guess someone sent him money, and he now has a Wii Mini. So So that fantasy has been fulfilled? Last week, when we were, like, talking about stuff... I made an off-color joke again about, like, when he's going to get that for his museum. And he's right. like, when somebody donates $100 for it. And I was just like, oh, shit. You know you're going to just have to go, like, to the store next week with a shopping cart and fill it up because people are going to donate, like, hundreds of dollars. <laughs> oh, man, he's going to get multiple Wii Minis. I think he said something along the lines of, every $100, I'll just buy one or whatever. That would have been amazing if you walked out with, like, five of them. Yeah. He was like, because his apartment is already full of, like, shit. Yeah. He has so much stuff. He has so much stuff. Yeah. That would be so funny. But I'm glad that he uh, he has a Wii Mini. That's great. I, I said it when they announced. I was like, man, you're going to end up with one of those. He didn't believe me. Um, And, like, look where he is now. He has one. Yeah. I'm trying to find um, who the guy was. Conagamine or whatever on oh, like Twitter. On Twitter, yeah, I was getting my my at replies exploded that day. Um, yeah, so good job, man. You did it. You've made John get one. Thanks. Yeah, thanks for taking one for the team there. Um, but anyways, gold gold uh, Mario Mebos, uh, mm-hmm. the dumbest thing. So yeah, those it's went up dumb. on pre-order. They were Walmart exclusive or something like that. I heard, yeah. And then they went, they were sold out in like 15 minutes. And then just kind of following along on Twitter, I saw them kind of coming and going from being available. Yeah. But And then I saw them on eBay for upwards of $100. <laughs> so Wait, dumb. Aren't these just pre-orders? Oh, that's so dumb. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, you get your gold Mario amiibo. People are saying FaceTime him. John doesn't have an iOS device. I can't FaceTime him. Sorry, guys. But hopefully he'll uh, he'll get back to us before the end of the show with the answer. Yeah. Um. All right. Next one. Uh, this was from Kotaku UK edition. Apparently, there's a new Guitar Hero coming. Uh, so I didn't fully read this. What was? Yeah, this? I have no idea what this is about. I'm gonna read it right now. Yeah. The new title which one source is saying will be announced at e3 this year is going to take a more realistic approach than previous guitar hero games uh oh in like their animation style 
specifically. That seems like, that seems like duh. Yeah, yeah. You know, that just kind of makes me think Rock Band, because that was a little more realistic, but yeah. still cartoony. Yeah, exactly. Both PlayStation 4 and Xbox One were mentioned. Uh, that's basically it. Two separate sources that Activision is working on Guitar Hero game and development reportedly for this year. So maybe we'll get something at E3. Who knows? Mm-hmm. Um, do you want a new Guitar Hero game? Yeah, actually, I do. I, I could go for a new Guitar Hero I, game. I could Would go you for be willing to buy new uh, instruments? Absolutely not. Unless, like, there was something where it's just like, this instrument only works with this game for some reason, like input lag or whatever, then I would have to, but I already, I still have my other instruments. I don't want to get new ones if I can help it. Yeah. All mine are back with my parents, so I would have to get a new guitar, which Mm -hmm. I think I'd be fine doing, but you know, yeah, I think it's time I could go for just, you know, sitting down and playing a bunch of rock or guitar hero again. As long as they don't go like crazy with like Dragon Force again, like that just got silly. I I didn't care. Yeah, yeah. I could go for it still though. Should be good. Yeah. All right. We'll see what happens at E3. All right. Last one. This uh this was sent in from through our email from someone. Subject line is: I'll take an Xbox One burger with a side of dead or alive, please. Uh, The person wrote. So in Hong Kong, Microsoft is selling the X-Bone with DOA 5, which is, you know, Dead or Alive 5, mm-hmm. and a voucher for an official X-Bone hamburger. This seems like a magical food and game pairing to me. So what other games need to be paired with specific food as a purchase incentive? That's What exactly is this is this story? So, all right. That burger looks kind of good. Maybe it's just because I'm hungry right now, though. I'm hungry, too. That You know, it kind of looks like a... Like a Burger King burger. It does. It really does. Just, like the bun. Yeah. It's like really. Okay. What what is the whole thing? The Expo the Xbox blah, blah, the Xbox One hamburger is available for a limited time at Burger Train. Blah. I just cannot talk right now. At Burger Chain Triple O's. Never heard. If you don't have a voucher for purchasing a console, you can buy the burger a la carte. So you can still get this special burger without buying the console. But why would you? Those, it's but all in the story, man. So they they have a Dead or Alive Five last round bundle, which includes an Xbox One si- system with a 500 gig hard drive, a code for Assassin's Creed Unity, a download code for Black Flag Dead or Alive f- Five uh, last round on disc, mm-hmm. and a four month code for Xbox Live Gold, a Biotherm home bag. I have no idea what that yeah. is. Some kind of carrying bag. <laughs> okay. HK $130 worth of Xbox Live credit. What is HK? Whatever their currency is, maybe? Oh, you may, yeah, that's probably Hong Kong, $130. Yeah, there you go. Um, a Dead or Alive 5 last round cushion. Oh, man, Amazing. the cushion. And a voucher for an Xbox One hamburger for hong kong oh so the price would be three thousand five hundred and eighty dollars hong kong dollars okay (laughs) which i don't know what that works out to in canadian or american i guess probably in canadian that's probably like a million dollars at this point right probably yeah 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 Yeah. that's probably what it is um but anyway uh that's great 
I, I would probably do that because that's dumb. Dude, I would totally do that. And, like, it's just for the story. Where did you get this, like, Xbox One? Well, I got to tell you about a hamburger I had. Oh, first. I don't know if I would get the burger. I mean, like, the bundle, but I'd get the burger. No, I would get the Xbox bundle because I don't okay. have an Xbox One anyway. So, oh, like, this, push over the this would be a way to just be like, I got it the stupidest way possible by buying a burger? <laughs> I don't yeah. know. It um, could be fun. So, let's let's just move on to questions, because he had a question with it. He said, uh, as, as I mentioned before, so what other games need to be paired with specific food as a purchase incentive? Mm, I feel I, like... Devil May Cry and pizza. Yes, that's a, that's a great... Nin, any Ninja Turtles games with pizza as well. Oh yeah, that one that would you know mass audience right there. In fact, everyone knows. I'm pretty sure. I feel like they probably tried something in the '90s where it's just like an arcade game with like pizza slice or something. I don't know. It seems like a '90s push. Um, I don't know, like a game with oh lollipop chainsaw with lollipops makes sense to me. Okay, okay. Uh, D4 thinking- with mm-hmm. tequila. Yeah, he, he drinks it in that. Also, he, he uh, Shadows of the Damned with tequila. Oh yeah, that, yeah, that would work. Yeah, what? what Basically, any. Yeah, um, I'm trying. I'm trying to think game, games with food. I'm trying to think what would go them. well with a hot dog because of like the wiener jokes or something. D four again. That guy's way into hot dogs. Clam chowder that's featured heavily in D four. Clam chowder is great. I could go for some of that. Um. Oh. Deadly Premonition, yeah. and that weird cereal sandwich. Or coffee. <laughs> Just straight or coffee. up coffee. <laughs> yeah. Coffee, yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. Just like the Blu-ray of Twin Peaks with ground coffee, mm-hmm. coffee beans. Um, burger time with a burger. Yeah, Docty in the so, chat has it right. That's really good. Someone says Dead Rising with OJ. Yeah, that one works. Yeah, that works. Real well. <laughs> so- Sonic Boom and Chili Dogs. I don't know if that's a specific reference. Well, I, I know, know Sonic it. in the cartoons loved Chili Dogs. I don't know if that held Did over. He? Yeah. I don't remember like, that at the, all. The animation, the old animated series or whatever. Okay. With Steve Urkel voicing Sonic. Steve Urkel voiced Sonic? Yeah, like the dude that plays Steve Urkel. Yeah. Oh, Portal and Cake, of course. Yeah. What are you thinking? That, like that's so good that's like the one uh you can't get okay. better than that i don't think <laughs> all right we're going to the the next few questions yeah uh oh i see okay hey guys it's the one becca from twitch and twitter just got a few questions none of my friends will play cards against humanity mainly because they don't get it how could i try to explain to them so i could so we could have a decent game better better plan Get better friends. Show them a YouTube video, maybe. Like how do you how do you not it? get Cards Against Humanity? Like you don't have like, a sense of humor, I guess. Like that, there's so many cards. Like how you're not gonna find any of those funny? Yeah, I that's don't know. Ins- that's absurd to me. Honestly, like it got to the point where at first there was the shock value of like, oh, there's kind of dirty jokes you can do in here, but by the end, the funniest ones are the ones that are just so weird to me. Yeah. Yeah, like, have you seen that box expansion? Like, the Mopey Lion or whatever is probably... Mopey Zoo Lion is real good? ...is one of the best cards, because that will make me laugh, almost in any context. 
an alternate universe where boxes store things inside of people. <laughs> yeah, shit like that. Like box expansion <laughs> is real good. Yeah. So I don't know. Like yeah, probably get better friends. I just like unless your friends are like three versions of my mom, I don't see how you don't <laughs> like that game. All right. Um she's the only person that'll hear some of those cards and just be like offended and it's like you just damn it mom be cool <laughs> be cool ma be cool yeah but <laughs> yeah cards against man is great so how, how can you actually get them to explain it's a decent game maybe play like apples to apples with them and then be like hey are you guys ready to like lose the training wheels mm. and then you whip out cards against humanity i don't know yeah maybe show them a youtube video or something i don't know yeah um also if you had the chance to get a video game tattoo would you get one and who would you get no i technically have had the opportunity for over 10 years to get a tattoo so no i suppose but if i were to get anything maybe like a logo in a game i like that could be inconspicuously like something else not a person I, I, I... I guess maybe that. Yeah, I'm trying to think like, what game do I love? Burnout Paradise. There's nothing from Burnout Paradise. Oh I man, a sweet car. Like I don't yeah. know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like that'd be that'd be so dumb. Um, like the Triforce. No thanks. I just I don't I don't currently have any tattoos. I'm not against tattoos. I would get a tattoo. There's just nothing I can think of putting on my body forever. Sure. And if I was to think of something, it top ten things would probably not be from video games sure all right michael writes in oh so i guess last week you guys asked why do people even watch this show yeah so we had two people uh the last two write-ins are are answering that question so michael said i was asked last show why i listened one word john tron (laughs) (laughs) all right (laughs) sure why not isn't JonTron some someone else? Yeah, John has had the problem before of people mixing him up with JonTron. Oh, okay. <laughs> so this is just like kind of like a passive aggressive thing of like I don't watch it. Like I thought Probably. I did, and then I was like, wait, this is not JonTron. Probably, yeah. Um, I love that the right. person that said, "Do you have any questions for us?" and then I said that jokingly, didn't even fucking respond. I'm calling you out, man. What the hell? And then second person who answered that from Bo, I listen to Top Down Perspective because I support anything John managed to keep to a schedule, (laughs) which will probably sound ironic when this is read out in his absence. So I thought that was really good. (laughs) Um, If you guys want to send in other funny things like burgers or, or making fun that John's not here, topdownperspective at gmail.com. Um, at TDP podcast on Twitter or the Facebook group. You can put questions there as well. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> uh, that's, I guess that's going to do it for this week. Short episode. Yeah. Short. Well, there's only two of us. So, you know, we hit about the two hour mark, one hour mark for two people. That's about right. Yeah, exactly. What's your, what's your, uh, what's your game of the week? Uh, Resident Evil Revelations 2. I have to give it to Jackbox. Mm-hmm. I had a lot of fun with the other two games, but Jackbox is like way up there and I'm probably never going to get to play it again um, until they make it like a mobile only version of it. Yeah. So, um, anyway, right. thanks anyone for tuning in. 
Uh, we'll be back next week. Apparently not with John, uh, but I guess he'll be back maybe the week after that. Yeah. I don't know. That guy's busy. He is. Um, I think his shirt thing ended, right? It did, yeah. I think they crushed he the He sold goal. a lot. I think it was last over 400. Was, no, last I saw, he was just under five. Oh, really? Okay. Just under five. Which, do you remember how much we were, like, guessing at? I said 350. What did John say? I think he said 351. Yeah, he he did one of those bullshit things. I think he said 320 or something. Like I think didn't I say 500? I think so. I think I'm gonna win this bet anyway. Oh, uh, I think anyway, you yes. already have. <laughs> I yeah, I haven't looked at it in a bit, but anyway, that I got an email saying that shirt was printed, so that's coming to me in a few weeks, I guess. Nice. Anyways, yeah, thanks for tuning in, guys. We'll uh, see you next week. Bye.